You are listening to The Holly Hall Show. Every week, Holly will discuss global news, her unique views, interview amazing guests, and often with an astrological twist. Holly has over seven years' experience as a talk show host and 23 years' experience as an astrologer and dream analyst. Sit back, relax, and enjoy another intriguing and informative hour here on A to Zen FM. Now, here's your host, Holly Hall. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another amazing show, February 24th, 2013. I have to give a shout out to my BF, Lisa. It's her birthday today. I don't even know how old she is. I guess I should look up her chart. But I did send her all kinds of astrology information. I don't, I will memorize what signs are in your chart, but I won't remember what your birthday year was. I mean, that's because that is so, it's significant when you put the information in and you calculate it. After that, means nothing. Um, so, happy birthday, Lisa. Today, I've got so much to talk about, but the first thing I want to say is call in, call in, call in, call in. I definitely want to be interrupted with your dream and astrology questions. And the number is one eight one five eight eight zero eight two five five, or you can add us to your Skype a number two zen dot fm, or you can go to a to zen dot fm, and on the right hand side, scroll down a little bit, you'll see a Skype icon, and you can call from there. But I have found out that we have a lot of listeners on iTunes and a lot of subscribers through Stitcher Smart Radio. And if you're on your computer, you can just Google Stitcher Smart Radio. and Or if you've got a phone, an Android, an iPhone, a smartphone, go to your favorite app store and look up Stitcher Smart Radio. And then right away, you'll get two options. Do you want to listen to podcasts or do you want to listen to live radio? You can find us in both places, live radio, a to zen.fm, or in the podcast area, a to zen.fm, and every single one of our hosts are there. I have several, you can you get like favorites lists, so you kind of create your own station from all the different places that you want to keep track of. So I've got a few people, quite a few people following my podcast after this show, so if you want to have a reading, just email and you want me to give you the answers on air on my next show, just email me at Holly Hall, that's H-A-L-L, that's my last name, at a fm. To be honest, I am the owner of a fm, and anything that you put at a fm will come to me. <laughs> My husband is constantly going, what's your email address? What's your email address? Drives me crazy. And he he knows I'm FM. So I said, you know what? You can put in poo-poo at FM, and it will come to me. <laughs> I tell him that all the time. I get frustrated. So, But easy to remember, hollyhaw8zn.fm, and, or even better, facebook.com forward slash astroholly. Astro Holly at Facebook. You might want to. I've got about oh, almost 500 subscribers. Uh, to, to I don't know so many friends, but basically, a lot of people I don't know. But why are they my friends? Because they're following my predictions, 
and all the little tidbits on dreams and astrology that I put up almost every single day on my website at Facebook. And yeah, I don't have a website. Uh, like I said, I maintain and run FM. And thanks to my right-hand man, Clyde Green, who is my producer and many of the other host producers as well. And he is an amazing person. So I'm loving that partnership with the business. We're bringing on a salesperson, which is really cool. And a whole bunch of new hosts are starting up. In a couple of months, so if you're, we're, our slots are filling up. We're almost, we're almost getting to the point of being filled up. Um, so if you're eager to get on a to Zen FM, you better climb on board. After that, we'll be opening up a, bu- a bunch more stations to create a network. But what are we talking about today? We're talking about Mercury retrograde in Pisces, which just happened yesterday. So I don't know if any of you felt a shift. Uh, the Moon is moving out of Leo tomorrow. We'll be in Virgo. Energy. We're going to be in Virgo Libra energy this week, and I'll talk to you about how that's going to affect all of you in a general way. If you want to know the detailed way of how it's going to affect you, you have to email me, Facebook me, or call me on my show. <laughs> okay? My shows are at 9 o'clock on Sundays. Uh, every Sunday, 9 o'clock Eastern. Eastern. Okay? So that is 6 o'clock, 6, yeah, 6 o'clock Pacific, 7 o'clock Mountain, 8 o'clock Central. And we're also going to be talking about the dark side of the signs. What do I mean, the dark side of the signs? All of us have gifts and all of us have challenges. Every challenge is a gift in disguise. However, it creates a challenge before we learn to work with it. These challenges or these roadblocks can block us from achieving our goals. Now, we have what's called the ego. I had this long discussion with my my gal pals on Friday night. had a big rip-roaring party my gal pals, and we were talking about ego. And one girl was like, oh, I hate the ego. The ego is a to- totally terrible thing. It ruins everything. And I went, no, the ego is actually very, we need the ego. And they were like, well, what's an example? And I said, let's say you're going to party and you're a shy person and you've actually been in a few relationships um, that didn't turn out the greatest because you you leaped in without knowing a person first and you may have already been innately shy. So your knee-jerk reaction to that experience is to go to social events and sit back behind the scenes and just observe and watch people. You'll hone in on the one or two people that you're feeling or the group that you're feeling comfortable with, if any, and then you'll expose little bits of yourself slowly. If this is a regular event, for instance, every time you go, you'll let them know a little bit more and a little bit more. That is your ego protecting you. And so your ego is a shy person. Okay. Now, what if you're a shy person, but you really want to have a lot of friends? but you're not sure how, then you might have a Leo rising like me. And so when you go to a social gathering, you appear to be the life of the party because it being the, being all that happy and fun and having a great time is what kind of forces you to mingle with people more than if you weren't that way. That's the, that's the ego doing that for you. Now, when the ego gets dangerous, which creates blockages in your relationships, 
in your career path is when you become more guarded and more guarded because of your life experience. If you haven't dealt with life experience, if you ignored it, if you haven't worked through it, or if you've had really, you know, tumultuous things happen to you, you will build up a huge, you'll, you'll have an army of guards protecting you. And and it can stop us from enjoying different parts of our lives because we're guarded, because we're afraid, because we're scared, because we have ego. Now, and sometimes other people may not see it as ego, and other times it's quite obvious that you you have an ego. And shyness really is, I don't know the exact numbers, but shyness is ego. 99.999% of the time, a shyness is ego. It is your fear of what people will think, your fear of what people might say, and your imaginary fear of what people are thinking about you because they must only be focusing on you and thinking all these terrible things about you. <laughs> and that is not usually the case. And if it is, it's their ego that is judging you. And why would you want to deal with somebody else whose ego is so strong that they can't even appreciate you and like you for just who you are, right? So once you know what these dark sides are that are filtered through your ego many times, it's like, oh my gosh, it's like a huge boulder lifted off your shoulder. I didn't mean to be a poet. I didn't know it. <laughs> it's a huge lift of weight off of your shoulder. And there's you don't have to do anything about it for that weight to be lifted. And so what I'm saying, for instance, if you are an Aries, okay, Aries have an, an innate ability to give authoritative military commands in certain situations that are not warranted. They're always looking for a battle. They have a tendency to disobey others, which can hurt others, basically because they're warriors and they're fighters they are ones that will stand up to anything and anyone. That's their lesson here in this lifetime. Now, depending on how well you're acquiring that lesson, maybe you've never stood up for yourself ever in any lifetime before. So this is the first time you're born a fiery Aries and you have to learn. Well, then life's going to be a bit tough because you're not used to pulling up your boots, bootstraps and moving on. So you'll kind of stumble along. And then your ego will be a little bit bigger while you're protecting yourself. And so what happens with Aries is they may have a tendency to look for battles that don't exist. Okay, so they become feisty. They've been argumentative. Um, ultimately, they have no real secret strategy, but that, but it doesn't really matter because they are plugged into the national grid and in the end, everyone else is far too exhausted to murmur no. And that's what happens. Aries fights to the death. There is no winner or loser. There, well, there is always a winner and a loser. There's never a winner and a winner. They're the winner. Everybody else is a loser. And that's what it will come down to. That's the shadow side. That's the dark side of the Aries. Now, you may find yourself picking battles with your children, picking battles at work, picking battles with your neighbors when other people can actually just fluff it off. So if you recognize... Aries, that you have a tendency to do that, 
then you can watch yourself. You can monitor yourself. You can learn so much by stepping outside of yourself and witnessing this warrior that is displaced. It needs to find a war or battle somewhere, but maybe um, barking at up the wrong tree. Now, if you have a tendency to do that, you can avoid a lot of pain. Now, once you get beyond that and you start working on it, so for instance, you go and fight a battle where the people really want you to fight a battle, like go and volunteer somewhere or um, work within the school system or even in the workplace, battle for people to get along and work together rather than battle against them. Okay, change the angle a little bit. And that's what Aries, so and it doesn't necessarily mean you're Aries sun. If you have an Aries moon like my daughter has and my husband has, he's Pisces, Aries cusp, so I'm seeing both sides. Uh, my stepdaughter has Aries moon and it's or any other planet, uh, forward planet. So, for instance, Venus, Mars, and Mercury, if they're in Aries, you know, if your Mercury's in Aries, you're you're going to be argumentative verbally, okay? If your moon is is in Aries, you're going to be feisty when you're emotional about something. See what I mean? So for Taurus, slowly but surely wins the race. They're not the one that stands up in the front line like an Aries does and ready for a battle, okay? They have a life philosophy. And the thing is, is that no one will ever persuade a Taurus to do anything differently than what their philosophy is. So it can, the shadow side is they can become stubborn and fixed and persistent. Now, if, if it's a positive situation in life, being like, for instance, I want to make sure I save money so I can pay cash for my car, and you're stubborn and you're persistent and you're fixed on it, that's good. You're going to get a car in the end. <laughs> but if you're digging your heels, um, over, for instance, somebody who gives you a hard time at work, and instead of working with them, you're just going to work against them just out of um, stubbornness, then that can be an issue. So what a Taurus has to face, and it can be annoying, is that sometimes they may not win the race. Sometimes you don't, being wealthy, having property, Having a certain um, amount of financial security doesn't mean that the race has been won. Horace's shadow side is to become too materialistic, a little a greedy, because they become uh, their security becomes wrapped around their materialistic, so they can be smug. Now, once you realize that. Material security makes you feel good, makes you feel comfortable. It's okay. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. There's never anything wrong with a lot of money, right? But if you recognize that, are you pushing people aside? Are you smug about it? Like, look what I have. Do you show it off? Okay. And if you lost it, would you survive? Yeah, you would. Have that conversation with yourself. Get right down to, if I had absolutely nothing, what would I have? Would you have friends? Or have you pushed them away for the sake of having material, a, a high standard material life? Are you always jealous or envious because other people have it and you don't? That can hold you back. As soon as you recognize that, then, and the antidote to that is Mother Nature. 
It is. Aries, the antidote to yours is to fight for a cause, a worthy cause, a cause that is serving of others. Taurus, get in touch with Mother Nature. That's the material world too, just not man-made. We're going to go to a commercial break and we get back. We're going to talk about what holds you back with Gemini and Cancer and Leo. And then after that, I'll take a little bit of a break. I'm going to do a reading with somebody that had uh, sent me a question about him and his girlfriend aren't getting along. And they want to know, he wants to know how he can make it work because he really wants to make it work and he doesn't think she does. So we'll find out after this break. You are listening to The Holly Hall Show here at A10N.FM. Global news with an astrological twist. If you want to get a hold of me, I'd love to have you as a friend on Facebook at Astro Holly. Or contact me at hollyhall at A10N.FM. We welcome your phone call, your questions, and comments. Please call now, 815-880-TALK. Come on, what's stopping you? 815-880-8255. You can Skype us for free from anywhere. Just add us to your Skype. A2Zen.fm is our Skype name. Or you can find the logo and click on it on our website. Call now at 815-880-TALK. Chat soon. You're listening to A2Zen.fm. Life-altering talk radio. Anything from activism to Zen and everything in between, right here and now. Informative, inspiring, engaging. Our hosts provide you with the global news and educated advice you need to make a difference in your life, in your world. Knowledge is power. A2Zen.fm Hey everyone, welcome back to the Holly Hall Show here on A2Zen.fm. I know we've got many listeners in many places, um, including the the newest, most popular craze is Stitches, Stitchers, Stitchers, Smart Radio. You can find us on any uh, device that you have, iPad, iPod, smartphone, you can find A to Zen. We're under the live radio and the podcast section as well. And I am talking about the dark side of each sign. What is holding you back from achieving what you really want? We just been talking about Taurus, and what they really want is material comfort and security. And the you, the fact that you fight so hard to achieve that can be exactly what's holding you back from achieving it. Having a relationship with money and the material world, rather than fear of not having it. Fear never is a successful way to hang on to something. <laughs> okay, we can get desperate. And that, that energy of desperation is not what anybody likes to be around. It's uncomfortable. It is fearful to be around that type of energy. So for Gemini, you possess the fascinating, charmistic allure of the sociopath. Perhaps it's the breathtaking lies you tell, the spin you put on everyone, or the dazzling speed of your mental process. People are charmed, disappointed, charmed, infuriated, <laughs> charmed, pissed off at the dark side of a Gemini. Remember, we're talking about the dark side. And I don't want you sitting there going, well, I'm a Gemini and I'm not that. We all possess a nugget of the dark side and a nugget of 
the illuminating side. And then there's the gray area in between, which is just being who you are, right? And when we're in a bad situation, I'm a Virgo. I have a dark side to me that doesn't make me the most miserable person to be with. I definitely don't have a huge nugget of my dark side. I do know Virgos who have huge nuggets of their dark side. So you may not be that, but if you're in a bad relationship, you got a bad job, you're sick or not feeling well, our dark side creeps up. We all have yin and yang. We all have Dr. Jekyll and and Mr. Hyde. And that's what I'm talking about with Gemini because we get dual personalities here. One of the dark sides of Gemini is the need to be right. And there's nothing worse than an opinionated person who needs to be right. If you're not an opinionated person, then needing to be right may not always uh, get you in trouble. But if you've always got an opinion and you're always telling people what it is, then you're going to have people challenge you if they don't think you're right. And if you always have to be right, Mr. Gemini or Miss Gemini, then you're always arguing and bickering with people. Or people just don't even want to talk to you anymore. They'll just agree with you just because they really don't want to debate on the dark side of the Gemini. And the thing is, is that the Gemini's job here on Earth is to tra- is to gather information, factual information. So being right is important to you in its in its own right. But make sure it's factual. Make sure you do your research. Make sure that you're not being right just for the sake of being right. The one thing the Gemini does not like to do is to admit that they're wrong because they have not rightfully, rightfully, rightfully researched what they're talking about or thinking about or whatever the situation is. So the first thing that blocks you is not being able to admit that you're right or wrong. There's actually Geminis who are so afraid of being wrong that they'll just never have an opinion. They'll never have anything to say. They might say it behind your back. That's what's called gossip, which Geminis can be very good at too. Okay, so if you find yourself in this need to be right, then you change your way and you research everything you talk about and you don't always have to have an opinion for the sake of being right. Just monitor that. Monitor how you feel if you're wrong. Once you can just recognize that little gremlin in you, (laughs) then you will be surprised at how much more communication you will have in your life with other people. And the more people you communicate with, the more you, it pushes you along life. Because Geminis are the all communicators. The communication, the messages, the people you know, the people you talk to, it's what gets you all of the connections that you want to get what you want in life. So you want to be easy to communicate with. So for cancer, now as a, as a, the cancer is ruled by the moon, so and, the, and you have to really pay attention if you want to where the moon is. If you know there's a full moon, if you know there's a new moon, pay attention to that because that's where you can really get what you want during the the energy of the full moon and the new moon. Um, finalize things on a full moon, start things up on a new moon, new projects, new new ideas. Cancers are very intuitive. They have great memories. Um, they're, they don't like to let go. There's a neediness to them. 
because they're nurturing and they're caring and they and they like to care and nurture for people, they need you to need them. It's important for them. They're the nurses, they're the doctors, they're the caretakers of our zodiac system. And it and you're always feeling cancer on an on a dark side that nobody understands you. Because you seem to be very emotional and needy in all these different ways. And the sign for cancer is the crab. So you tend have a tendency to move sideways along the beach, sort of zigzagging towards your goals and hiding under rocks and hiding under pools. And that's the shyness, that's the fear of the cancer. Um, but the funny thing is that cancers do have a tendency to make a lot of money. Um, probably because of quarters. <laughs> they don't, once they get what they get, they keep it. Um, so all you have to do is just be aware that you zigzag. Okay, Be aware that there's this neediness to you and if somebody's hurting you or somebody wants to leave a relationship or somebody doesn't really want to be on your team at work, ask yourself, why do I need them to need me? Why do I need to be to be needed in that way? Why do I want to make somebody need me who really doesn't want me and don't feel sorry for yourself? It's not about you, it's about them. Right, so just be aware of that neediness, and that'll stop you. Uh, that'll lower your blocks. Okay, that'll push away your roadblocks. Leo, now these Leos—they're radiant, they're playful, they're little sunbeams because they're ruled by the sun. So what's what's not to like about a Leo? Uh, basically, they're claws. <laughs> okay, the dark side of a Leo is you want to make sure their claws stay in your claws stay in and the only way that you can keep your claws from staying in is allowing other people to share your life stage with you and to realize that you because you love entertainment and love to be entertained that you may be your own documentary your own walking drama documentary and so watch yourself and go am i doing this just because i'm bored for pure entertainment um, am I needing flattery? Am I needing to be praised? Does my ego need to be stroked? Is this why I'm just blowing this all out of proportion? Watch yourself and ask yourself if you're shining the light so brightly that people are cannot cannot see their own light any longer. Okay, and that's all you have to do. And you'll move along quickly because you have the ability Shine other people's light so brightly, just like the sun in the universe. All of the planets glow and have daytime and nighttime because of the sun shines on them. And we're able to shine ourselves, all these planets, and enjoy the light as, like, for instance, on Earth. Okay? So that is what all Leos have the ability to do. If the sun in our universe shined too brightly, we'd all burn. Okay, or if we were a planet and we could move, we'd move away from there, further away from their light so we would survive. And that's what people have a tendency to do with Leos. If you're shining too bright, you almost have to take your feet and plant them on the ground every once in a while, firmly and purposely. Whatever you have to do to maintain groundedness. Virgo, you are blessed to have an incarnation in modern times. So without um without the, the the dangers of the way it used to be in past lifetimes 
and Virgos are the caretakers. They're they're just similar to Cancers, where they care and they nurture, but they're they harvest. They're they're service orientated people, and they can figure out a problem at the beat of a drum and solve anything for anybody because of their extreme creativeness and their need to serve. But that attention to detail can also become, and that constructive criticism can also turn to negative criticism where you have a tendency to pick things apart to the point where they don't even exist anymore. Some Virgos do that to themselves. They Sometimes they do it with their lovers and their friends, and sometimes they do it with the with the people around them or their jobs. They become picky, petty perfectionists, and life isn't perfect. So that's all you have to monitor, your your need for perfection. Just monitor that. In fact, me being having a lot of Virgo on my chart, I am so aware of my pickiness and my perfectionist in certain parts of life. I'm definitely not that way with certain areas. Like I'm not that way with my friends. Um, I'm not that way with even my enemies. I'm not that way with people I work, but I am that way with my job. Um, and I'm that way with myself. I'm the I'm pickiest most on myself and the people that I, like my husband and my, my daughter. I'm so aware of it that I'm actually over aware of it. I think I'm pickier than I really am <laughs> because I'll say to them, oh my God, how can you guys live with me? I'm so, you know, like, yeah, you are, but not like that bad. <laughs> and part of it might be just because I recognize it. So it's not so bad for them. Okay. Um, and that does make it easier for people to live. Think of this as an example. Have you ever had somebody, a child or a friend or a lover, tell you that they're they're feeling fine when it's obvious that they're not? And the more you have to live with them acting out of character, maybe hours, maybe days, maybe weeks, and the more they tell you there's nothing wrong, when you can clearly see there is something wrong, doesn't it get to the point where you would just ask them if they could just admit that there was something wrong. They don't even have to tell you. They don't even have to tell you what it is. Just tell, just let's be on the same page here. Just tell me that you know there's something wrong. And I can live with that, right? So you wake up in a bad mood, you go, hey, I'm having a bad day. Then you you know what to do with it. You're like, okay, stay out of your way, <laughs> right? So just admitting what your faults are, what what you're working on, what your challenges are, not only helps yourself, but it helps everybody around you. And then you you regain this brand new relationship with the people around you. And miracles can come out of that. Now the Scorpio, and then we're going to go to a break, the dark side of a Scorpio, bah humbug. Virgos and Scorpios get bad raps, right? Um, the Scorpios are very proud. Um, they're, but their denial is what causes them the biggest trouble. So the best thing for them is to be awake, be aware of what they're denying, what they are, um, how they're manipulating themselves. Because when you manipulate yourself, your way of thinking, your thought process, to be in denial of whatever is going on in your life, then you're also manipulating the people around you. You are in ways that you may not ever know. And then that manipulation, that that sting, 
as they say, of the Scorpio is poisonous. The more you hold a grudge, the more the the more and more angry you get as you get older. Okay? And sometimes their dark side can involve sex, can involve money, can involve um drugs as well. So just being okay. Okay, you don't have you're very secretive. You don't want everybody to know your dark side. But at least be aware of it yourself. And at least let the people really close to you know what your dark side are is. Ah, so you want to be a little secretive and sneaky once in a while. Just let somebody know that you're like that. We're going to go to commercial break, and then we'll continue with Sagittarius, Capricorn, and Pisces. And, of course, I want to let you know what's going on the week ahead. And I have a reading, an emailed reading, still to do after this break. You are listening to The Holly Hall Show here at A10N.FM. Global news with an astrological twist. If you want to get a hold of me, I'd love to have you as a friend on Facebook at Astro Holly. Or contact me at hollyhall at A10N.FM. We welcome your phone call, your questions, and comments. Please call now, 815-880-TALK. Come on, what's stopping you? 815-880-8255. You can Skype us for free from anywhere. Just add us to your Skype. A2Zen.fm is our Skype name. Or you can find the logo and click on it on our website. Call now at 815-880-TALK. Chat soon. You're listening to A2Zen.fm. Life-altering talk radio. Anything from activism to Zen and everything in between, right here and now. Informative, inspiring, engaging. Our hosts provide you with the global news and educated advice you need to make a difference in your life, in your world. Knowledge is power. A2Zen.fm Hey everyone, welcome back to the Holly Hall Show. We're talking about the shadow side, the dark side of every sun sign. And if you can recognize what they are, you recognize the block that are holding you back many times in your life. And as soon as you do that, it lifts off a weight and you're able to navigate and move around and get more of what you want. We're at Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius, Pisces. For Sagittarius, there is a tendency to need to know the truth but also a tendency to need to tell the truth. Sometimes you want so badly to be the person of wisdom, the person who's speaking the truth, that you kind of might embellish it, make some up, uh, false education, so to speak. And honesty is the best policy. And so you're another one, similar to Gemini, where you don't really like to show that you're wrong if you're wrong. Uh, so the biggest thing for you is to... Adjust your philosophy with your life. You don't have to stick to your philosophy. Know when you are wrong and at least admit to it. Find out the truth and share that. And watch your sarcasm, especially now with this Mercury in retrograde. Sagittarius, Virgos, and Gemini is going to hit you hard. Talk about that soon. Capricorn, um, Mercury retrograde, yeah, in Pisces. So Capricorn, there is a tendency to be the great managers, the great bosses, but they have a tendency, and they're great, they're great at like organizing and 
putting all the ducks in a row. But you may be micromanaging people and situations or even in your life that you don't want to. Uh, Capricorns along with Virgos are the two signs that can be OCD. So they get to the point where they're so micromanaging um, that it becomes annoying. It be- it hinders your life. It's almost, you're wasting, wasting time by over-organizing. So you want to make sure that you're aware of that and you're aware of how bossy you are because you, if you're going to over-micromanage, micro, people are involved unless you're a hermit and you're just living in, in a house by yourself and you just organize every single cupboard constantly. But people are in your life and you're asking them to do the same thing. That can become bossiness and most likely you're not living with someone who's just like you because you guys wouldn't be able to stand each other. <laughs> Most likely you're living with a freedom-loving person like an Aquarius. So just be uh, aware of how you can micro, overly micromanage other people and be and appear to be bossy. Aquarius, they love their freedom. I said they're freedom-orientated. They love it. They're, they're future-orientated. They work really well with technology. And they love a lot of people. But intimacy... Not quite the same, not quite one-on-one type people. So if you take a look at how you need your distance sometimes, that you don't always want to be closey, closey, comfy, comfy with people. So if you're involved with a Pisces, a Cancer, a Taurus, anyone who's needing a physical contact, intimacy on a regular basis, if you're going to continue to live with these people, you're going to have to let them know that you are the kind of person who needs your space, Aquarius. You have to be aware of that, that you do to keep those distances, and that it's not personal, and let them know that. For Pisces, there is a tendency uh, to like your poetry, like your wine, and you like to be in your own little secret universe, in your own little la-la land, and that's okay. Again, similar to Aquarius, let people know in your life when you need to recharge your batteries and you just need to escape. Okay, Be, be aware of what you do to escape, how you escape, And also, make sure that you are not, uh, what's the word, enabling too many people in your life. And ask yourself, if you are, why are you enabling them? What is the reason? And be aware of that as well. Now, we're going to go to what's going on. Oh, did I forget Libra? I didn't think I did. Well, that's because Libras don't have a dark side. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm glad. You know, I've done that before where I've skipped a sign. So the tendency for Libra is a peace at all costs. They want everyone to be happy about everything. Basically, the ego. That's an ego. Okay. You might think it's not. You might think you're that you're um, subservient, and you just want everybody happy. And what's wrong with that? Basically, because you don't like conflict, and you can't make decisions, and you can't make choices. So it's just so much easier. Somebody else just makes it for you, right? Um, so that's the thing. Be aware of that. Find places in your life where you just accommodate because you don't want conflict. And you're suffering from it. You're not being self-servant. Make sure that you're self-serving at many times in your life. And see when you're just not making a decision because you don't want to be feisty or upset about this thing. And that's okay for other people, but it doesn't do you any good. So there's Libra for you. We're going to talk about um, Bill. What am I going to go? Bob and Jill. 
Bob and Jill. Okay, so Bob emailed me, not their real names, and uh, he said that his girlfriend seems to be becoming more distant and more distant, and he doesn't understand why, and he wants to make the relationship work, but she doesn't seem to want to make it work. Well, I have not seen two totally opposite people in my life like this one for the longest time. And that's okay. Opposites do attract. Now, the you've got um, Bob, who ha- who's a Libra, and Jill, who's a Capricorn. But then we've got our moon signs, and that's what we want to take a look at. Okay? The moon sign, Bob, is a Cancer. Bob is a feeling, touching, loving, coddling, nurturing, caring, needing, needing to be needed, um, motherly type of type of man, type of guy. And doesn't that sound wonderful and cozy? He wants to hold hands and watch movies sitting side by side on the couch. She has a Virgo moon. And Virgo moon women, they like to serve uh, in a way where, what would you like for dinner? Can I make you lunch? Can I do your laundry for you? Sure, I'll do your laundry for you, okay, on her terms, of course. But not so much of a cuddling, coddly type person and a tendency to feel suffocated when somebody is being that way. Now, Bob has a lot of Scorpio in his chart, and he's got the Libra Mars. Libra Mars guys, they they put up with a lot really do and you hold in a lot with that the, the resentment and the holding part and you're a healer as a Scorpio you're a healer and you're intense you're very intense you're very sexual you're very sensual and you're very cuddly and coddly she's got Aquarius Sagittarius Capricorn she is the most freedom loving person on the face of this earth and all of that coddling and cuddling she could care less really it's nothing she needs it's nothing she thirsts for. She thirsts for her freedom and her need to be uh, an independent individual person as much as you thirst for a a need to be needed, uh, to be cuddled and, and for comfort. So if you're looking for that in her, you won't get it. Okay, But if you're looking for a really good friend, somebody who's reliable and stable, can hold down a good job, has a great sense of humor, has a lot, of, lot to talk about, great communicator, great communication, somebody who likes to be adventurous and do different things and maybe even travel, and a free thinker and a humanitarian, she's a gal for you. She really is. So if you talk to her, not in a way of, how come you're not like this? How come you're not like that? Because that doesn't solve anything, okay, Libra guy. Because she can't be that way. It's, you're telling an orange, how come you're not an apple? You don't look like an apple. You don't taste like an apple. Why? You know, if that orange could talk, they'd be go, because I'm not an apple. <laughs> okay, and that's with her. She is not a coddling, nurturing person. But she does have a lot to learn from you. She has a lot to learn about taking care of herself, nurturing herself, appreciating that self. She's always in her head and always in her body. What you can do in this relationship if there is a lack of intimacy, which is what I'm seeing here. I'm going to look at what's going on in the future here for you guys. We're going to skip the break there, Producer Clyde, so I can finish this here on the Holly Hall Show at FM. I'm doing a reading for um, somebody who sent me an email. And so for Jill... 
she's got she's got a few you actually your life is going really smooth and really great right now. It's going fantastic. She's having a hard time right now and a lot of it has to do with communication. She's holding in a lot of secrets to herself. Communication in the exchange with others is takes uh it it takes it's very intense for her right now. So you'll find that the more you try to talk about it, the less she wants to talk about it because she's having a hard time um, investigating her thinking patterns, how she thinks. What does she really think about all this? Because that's what she does. You feel she thinks. She needs to get out of her body, out of her head, and back into her body. And the way that you can do that is say, you know, once a week, I'm gonna have, we're going to have one night together. And uh, we're going to take turns planning it. And what and it'll always be with me giving you a massage, okay? And that's what you do for her. And it's only once a week. And you name the day. And if it doesn't end up in a sexual intercourse, then it doesn't. You give her that freedom. But there, you'll you'll have your alone time. You'll have some intimacy, some cuddling. It might end up going out for dinner after that, or it might be dinner before that. But it's a night for just the two of you. But you have to start her out with a massage. You have to get her out of her head and her central nervous system relaxed and compliment her. Compliment her because she beats herself up like there's no tomorrow right now. So the compliment her and not in a way like, hey, baby, we've got a nice ass going on there, huh? Because that'll freak her out. She'll be like, oh, no, he wants to be intimate. <laughs> okay. So compliment her on um, which, you know, Wow, you! I never saw that red top on you before. That looks really good. Walk away. Okay? Compliment her on anything. If she's quit a bad habit. Her, she, it's, she's not the, right from now until March 14th, she's not going to be the easiest person to get along with. And I'll tell you that. She's angry. There's resentment. There's, um, and she's releasing it. She's letting go of it. And in the end, actually, you're going you're gonna to start seeing it start to subside June 2013. You're not in a bad place astrologically. You're not in a bad place in your life right now. So you're able to handle it more than other people would be able to handle it. But you dig deep. You can see behind the scenes. You can see behind her persona. And you know what she's afraid of. And she just doesn't want to hear it right now. So communicate with her. I'm working with her on her fears in a non-verbal way by giving her your, her freedom. And that's going to be hard for you because somebody who wants their freedom means they're not going to stay. And that's not necessarily so. Okay, so it's just understanding your neediness. And will she be able to fulfill that for the rest of your life? She may not. She's not a needy person. She's not a cuddling person, coddling person. She's not a nurturing person. But you will know by this summer of 2000, and your life is going so freaking fantastic, by September 2013, this influence, it indicates a complete equal, equilibrium in your life. And will it be with her? It may not be. I'll be honest with you. She's going through some pretty hard times right now, like in her mind, her thinking, 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 like she just can shut her freaking negative brain off right now. And she's really working on it. So if you can help her work on it, if you can look up meditations, you can look up, she's a forward thinker, she's a free thinker. So work on something together. 
that can help her through this. You know, listen to some meditations together, another thing you can do once a week. Give her the freedom that she needs. And that schedule is important to her because every day she won't be worried like, oh, today I didn't love him. Today I didn't hold his hand. Today I didn't look at him lovingly and say I love you. You know, she'll know that here comes Saturday. Saturday is a night that we do all of this and I don't have to beat myself up during the week because I didn't do it. Now, if you're still needing more than that, then that's a question you're going to have to ask yourself. But she is not the orange that you want her to be. She's an apple. You're the orange. Okay? So let's talk about Mercury in retrograde. Mercury in retrograde in Pisces. It just entered yesterday, and it is going on to St. Patty's Day. All the way to St. Patty's Day, March 17th is when it's over. You're still going to feel some lingering after that because it's got to get stationary. Mercury retrograde basically means it looks like Mercury is behind, is, is going backwards. It really isn't. It's just a visual. It kind of just looks that way. But being within Pisces, and again, you're listening to Holly Hall here on AtoZen.fm, and you can contact me through Holly Hall at AtoZen.fm or Facebook.com forward slash Astro Holly. We also have a Facebook page, AtoZen.fm. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter that way as well. But if you go to the podroom.AtoZen.fm, uh, you can find all kinds of podcasts that I've done on astrology and dreams dating back, I don't know, four, five, six years now. So Mercury in retrograde, what are we going to be dealing with for the next three weeks is the Pisces energy. But there's some Uranus stuff going on in there too. So usually what this would mean with the Pisces energy is that we're being very reflective. We're being somber and we're looking into the past and we're wondering how does it all have to do with what's going on right now. But there is this heightened inner awareness because of the Uranus uh, cycle going on at the same time. And that means that there might be some tremendous arguments and debates and blow-ups, okay, that because of lack of communication or miscommunication or misunderstanding each other, and that's what Pisces energy can do. So what you want to do is play close, pay close attention to what you say and communicate in general particularly around the days of Mercury Station, which is the seventh, the 23rd, which was yesterday, and the March um, March 17th. Okay, so pay attention to those three days. And I'll tell you, those two days, and I'll tell you who particularly, the sun signs. And if you know your moon sign, the moon sign as well. The issue that we have this week is Virgo Libra. So the beginning of the week, you're going to feel uh, a lot of misunderstandings in the way where you're feeling criticized. And very and people in general will be defensive, and it'll be about black and white, right or wrong. And you're going to really feel this with Gemini, Virgo energy type people. When Libra comes along, it's going to take a bit of a breather. There's going to just be people kind of biting their lip, biting their tongue, uh, so that they don't say anything that's going to hurt or upset anybody. So the, the last part of the week is going to be pretty easy for everybody in general. Um, but the beginning of the week, yeah, very. It's a, it is a time to criticize and tear things apart and break things down in your life. At the beginning of this week of March, uh, sorry, February twenty fourth, two thousand thirteen, and see what you can do. What minor details can you change and adjust? What routine can you put in your life to 
not let things that have happened in the past affect you now. What can you do for that? Okay. And how are you being, what's the word? What kind of pity party are you having for yourself? Where in your life are you having a pity party for? And now it's time to just, it's over. The party's over. So for Aries, the Mercury retrograde particularly affects you in terms of communication in general and job with your job or your health-related communications because Mercury rules these areas of your life, Aries. So there can be delays in your thinking. For Tauruses, the retrograde cycle particularly affects you in terms of communication with lovers and children regarding financial affairs. For Gemini, Mercury retrograde cycle particularly affects you in terms of personal presentation or image to others in communication with family because Mercury rules these areas of your life. For Cancer, this cycle has to do with communication in general with things about the past because Mercury rules these areas of your life. So mother, children, childhood, and even your children. There may be communications with education system and whatnot. For Leo, this cycle particularly affects you with terms of personal finances as well as communications with friends and groups around money. For Virgos, this cycle, retrograde cycle, will affect you on your body language, your personal manner. You may feel that others are misunderstanding you during this time. For Libras, this affects you particularly in terms of communicating involving legal affairs, travel, and education. For Scorpio, this cycle affects you in terms of communicating with friends or groups as well as intimate communications and shared financial resources. There might be some resentment there. Who's paying what? Who's not paying what? For Sagittarius, this affects you in terms of communication with bosses or in your career in general, as well as communication with your immediate partner. Okay, uh, Capricorn, this Mercury retrograde cycle particularly affects you in terms of communicating regarding travels, legal matters, opinions, as well as communications on the job. Aquarius, it's communications with financial matters as well as communications with children, romantic partners. And with Pisces, last but not least, it has to do with communications with and about your family and your home, your family within your home or your family within your childhood home. So your parents or your children, and you want to make sure that you are clearly understanding their side of the picture. And that's what Pisces energy is all about. Who who is is this really what what's going on right now or is this something that's going on in your past or my past and we're not communicating that to ourselves and that's what's important. I want to thank you for listening to the Holly Hall Show here at A to Zen FM. May all your dreams come true and may the stars be with you. I will see you this time, same place next.